0: I am thankful to be with you tonight and to get to share the word with you. Uh this is this is something that uh uh you know a couple of weeks ago God began speaking to me on this subject and so Um, I'm, as I always am, I'm praying that it comes together and it seems to work out usually when you do that, just so you know, um, if you've never gotten up and, and share God's word, if you usually pray and ask God to bless it, it usually works. Okay. Um, and so, uh, I am excited to get into this word with you. Um, we're going to be talking about steps. Okay. Say steps. Okay. We're going to be talking about steps tonight. I'm going to ask you to, we're going to jump right into the word, I'm going to ask you to turn with me to Philippians chapter 3 as we talk about steps. Now, you guys know that usually as I preach, there's a lot of um, scripture laced all throughout um, and God's kind of set this up a little bit differently, so I'm going to hit you with a lot of the Scripture right up front, and then we're going to talk about um, about steps and, and where I feel like God is uh, uh, speaking to us tonight. Philippians chapter 3, we're going to read verses 12 through 14. The Word of God says this. It says, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on... To make it my own. Because Christ Jesus has made me his own. We say amen. I love that. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward. Say forward. Forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I love this passage. And this scripture is really focused on the transformational life as a Christian. See, if you look at everything that Paul, and this is who wrote Philippians, what Paul is writing here, constantly he's saying things like, I haven't obtained this. I'm pressing on to get there. I don't consider I've done it on my own. I focus on what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal. It's all about transformational change. We all need some transformational change. Amen. We need to look more like Jesus every single day of our lives. And what you see Paul saying here is he's talking about this progression that each of us are intended to be on here on earth. I like the old saying that um, if you're not growing, you're dying. It's good. All right? I mean, it's like, boom. Like, what is that? Like four words? If Oh, man, I'm not good at this. If you're not growing, you're dying. Six words, okay? Goshen math, it works. It's okay. If you're not growing, you're dying. And I think about this so often in our lives because so many of us find us stuck in this rut, stuck in this position, lacking spiritual growth. The challenge, though, that we have is that the process that God takes us through, this transformational experience, this transformational experience is really a process of Steps. And we hate process. <laughs> right? Everything in us runs from process. We want now, we want the immediate, we want the quick fix, we want the quick band-aid, so we can just keep going, right? Um we, we, we wanna we want to live in this way and it's partly society, right, has wired us in such a way that we just want the the quick thing, right? We know that the long term, we know if we go through the process and we go through the steps that it will be better but I want it now. It's the life we live in. But I believe that the transformational change that God has for us is often found through steps. See, we run into a lot of issues when it comes to steps. We try to take steps out of order. We allow ourselves to get hung up on them. And it's interesting when you look at the word because uh, there are things spoken directly to us about taking the steps that God has ordained for us. Luke 6.46, Jesus said this, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? <laughs> I love that. Because I'm blunt like that. <laughs> you know, people people that will be like, this is not of God. And they're like, I know, it's fun. <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not understanding what I'm saying to you right now. Because our, our vision gets so clouded by so many things. And here's Jesus saying, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and then not do what I tell you? See, so many of us in our lives are falling guilty of this exact thing. We call him Lord, we show up to services, we show up to things, we give money, right? We think that money usually solves all of our problems, right? So we give money and then the whole time God is just saying, why are you not doing what I tell you? It's because we're ignoring the steps. We're ignoring the steps that God has often laid out for us. And if you like it more Old Testament, you can go back in 1 Samuel 15-22 where Samuel literally tells us that obeying is better than sacrifice. I've talked about this before, right? Obedience is better than sacrifice. Jesus is saying, why aren't you doing what I said to do? I feel like that is a call that he is calling out to the church right now. Why are you not doing the things that I've called you to do? People are frustrated and angry at the church because there's a, there's a God who's looking at us saying, why aren't you doing the things that I told you to do? We're doing everything but, right? We're arguing, we're bickering over things that, to be quite honest with you, don't matter when it comes to the word of God. We get so hung up on these things, and the whole time Jesus is just like, why aren't you doing what I said? And see, the journey that we're all on, they involve steps. It's an important part of your life. Like it or not, there are steps that you will take, steps that you will like, steps that you won't like. (laughs) Some you may enjoy, some you won't. But the process of taking these steps is to take you to higher levels. And I believe what God is doing in our church, what he's been doing in our church, you guys have noticed the shift taking place. I believe he is taking us into higher levels. Amen? Amen. I want more of God. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for it. Amen? Amen. So tonight I want to talk to you about steps, and and I really want to focus on some of the challenges that I believe that we're encountering in our own lives to walk this out, okay? To walk this out, because I believe that we need to walk out of here differently, okay? I think one of our greatest challenges is seeing the vision for where the steps are taking us, okay? Um, Now, this is interesting because... Uh, the Bible says, and we all know, that without vision, the people perish, right? We, we've all heard that. And when I say that the challenge is seeing the vision, I'm not talking about the challenge is is that you're able to see the vision. I think seeing the vision is part of the challenge. That may not have made any sense, right? But it will make sense. Hey, Judah. Judah, I need you to come up here, bud. Judah's going to help me with this. I didn't, I didn't prep him for this. Um, Judah is a is a uh, great um, addition to the team up here. When every time he comes up, so um, this is this is what I'm trying to explain to you. I think we get so caught up in the vision that we can't see what's supposed to happen. All right, Judah, you see this awesome star? Just so you know, I cut this star out myself. <laughs> yep, um, it is. Uh, it's a really bad star. Um, so you see the star, bud? Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move some stuff here because you're going to you're going to help me with something, and um, because everyone thinks that what I just said didn't make any sense, and so you're going to help me make it make sense. Um, that was kind of that's the goal. Why you're here? Are you good with that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, Bud, see that? Okay. <laughs> <coughs> oh man. Well, it's there, okay? Um, all right. There's a star right there. I want to ask you a question. Can you get that star? Can you get that star? No? Why? Okay, Let me here, let me help you. Let me help you. Hold on. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. Can you see the star? Is it still there? Okay. I want you to focus on that star want you to focus on that star, and I'm gonna try to do this gracefully. Um I may not, but we're gonna we're gonna see how this works. Okay. Um I'm gonna help you out here. And there you go. Now can you get the star? Smart move. You can't get the star. All right. Oh, he's gonna make this difficult. Um let me grab this. Um me. Here, can you hold this? All right. Can you get up there and get that star? I'll stand behind you. Don't worry. If OSHA watches this video later, I know I'll be in trouble. And this is probably not going to help you here, but that's all right. You can keep going. You can keep going. The illustration in my brain didn't have that so far away from the star. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to go off it too. Hey, bud. What's up? How are you doing? (laughs) Everyone's worried about me right now, Judah. Are you (laughs) worried? You did that. (laughs) Did you make a wish, bud? (laughs) All right. Grab the star now. Grab your star. Hold it up like a champion and all these people will cheer for you. Hold it up. (laughs) All right, you can go go sit down now. Here's what I want you to understand. The reason I put that star there, get away, dude. The reason I put that star there is I want you to think of it this way. Judah had captured the vision, right? He captured the vision. He could see what was there. He could see what he was intended to to receive, what he was intended to experience. He wanted to experience getting that star, right? (laughs) That was it. The problem is he got so caught up in the vision that there was no way he could get to it. Why? Because he couldn't see the steps, right? Right? See, sometimes what we're guilty of is we're way down here and we're looking at something that God has spoken over us, that that someone has prayed over us, that we have received for our lives, that we've received for our spirit, and we are looking at it, but we just can't see the steps at all. And so what we do is we just say, I can't achieve that. I mean, how, how in the world am I going to get all the way up there to do that? Because I don't... I don't, I don't have any way to do it. Sometimes we get so caught up in the vision that we never actually make the journey to start taking steps toward that vision. Does that make sense? Does that make sense now? See, I told you it would eventually make sense. It was going to take me a little bit, but I, I knew we would get there. And I believe, I believe that Bethany and I, you know, I, and I can tell you this from our experience because we have said this all of the time. When we planted this church, we had a very distinct vision of what this church is to be, okay? Very clear vision. And for the first two years, right, we're coming up on two years next week. The first two years, every time someone's asked us about the church, every time someone has had us come to an event or, or whatever and speak about the church, what I always say is I say it looks nothing like we envisioned. And what's funny is as I began thinking about this process, it's because we haven't reached the top of the steps yet. See, down here, down here, it's still really hard to get to that vision, right? Right? It's really, really hard to get there. It's really hard to experience it. It's really hard to understand it. And I keep thinking about the problem in our own lives is so often we're too busy staring at the vision that we can't see the steps that God wants to take, the journey that God wants to take us on so that we can get to this beautiful, amazing, wondrous vision that has been cast into us, right? It's not that you haven't captured the vision, it's that maybe you forgot gotten the process is sometimes a process of steps to get to that vision. Amen? See, he is calling us individually and corporately higher. Say higher. He is calling us there, guys. He is calling us for, uh, um, to, to literally be a people walking under the anointing and the power of God everywhere we go. For some of you, that sounds like some weird, super spiritual talk. But to those of you who are seeing the process, (laughs) right? You're seeing the mighty works of God begin to line things in place to do something that your spirit has been crying out for, that you're just like, I have no clue what he is talking about right now, but I want that. (laughs) See... Perhaps you've been seeing the end goal, perhaps you see the passion and you see the new you and you see everything you want to be, but you just haven't been able to see the steps. It's not enough for you to capture vision. You must capture vision and the process. And let me remind you, because some of you are thinking, I'm not talking about some sort of 10-step program that you've got to get to to experience the goodness of God. That is not what I'm talking about, okay? So don't think that that's where I'm going with us. okay? Um, but, but I want you to remember what Paul was saying in Philippians. I haven't obtained it yet. I'm pressing on. We need to see our journey as a part of that process of what God is doing in our lives and not get so hung up when the vision looks way bigger than we can imagine, we need to start saying, okay, I need to start taking some steps towards that vision. Amen? There's another thing that I think happens when we think about steps. Um, I know this has happened to some of you. Some of you will admit it. Some of you won't admit it, okay? Um, But I'm going to admit it, and I'm going to talk about it, okay? Have you ever missed a step. You ever missed a step? So I think when you think about missing a step, I think one of two things can happen. Uh, first off, um you're either going to uh fall forward, right? You know, if you miss a step or if you're stepping, if you're stepping like to the side, like if I was going for this step here and I stepped to the side, you're going to like Hulk stomp, right? And then you're going to like lose your balance. It's going to look really weird. Okay. It's really, It's just, it's a strange occurrence. Uh, but I think in, in many of our lives, uh, we can we can label these steps in so many different things. Like some people, um, uh, when you think about Christianity, some people will be like, "Okay, salvation, baptism, uh, um, sanctification." Like there's there's so many steps that people will see and people will talk about within the church. But in taking a step, I want I want to think about this: when you miss a step, what happens? Now. I'm going to tell you a story. I may have told this story before about the time that I missed a step off of an extension ladder, okay? I was, uh, I worked in the the hardware store up here, uh, ran a little hardware store, um, happy as I could be, and uh, um, good little helper bee, and... Uh, one night, it was late, it was it was about like this out, and luckily we have these great lights on the side of this church that light up everything, um, and we had a really nice light on the side of the building that would light up our way to the the dumpster, so it was nice when you take your trash out, you could actually see outside. Um, I decided the best time to change that light was when it was pitch black outside. That's wisdom, people, okay? That's wisdom. Um, and so here I am by myself, uh, and I get my extension ladder extended all the way out. And uh, I, cl- I climb up there, and, and, and I'm looking and seeing what I got to do. And I'm like, oh, I got to go get a bulb. And so I come back down, and I go get my bulb. And, and then I go back up to put the bulb in, and it's not, it's not lighting. It's not working, okay? And I'm like, man, this is, this is a big bummer for me because I'm up here, and I thought I was going to fix this, and now I look like a loser to myself because it was dark. No one could see me. That was part of my plan. So I get up there, and then on my way back down, okay, I don't know what was happening in my brain, okay? When you extend an extension ladder, okay, so there are two ladders like this. When you get it fully extended, what happens is there are uh, – um, right where they meet, you'll see a step and another step right next to it because they just line up. The step That's what they do in an extension ladder. So if it's like this, whoop. So it's like this, Right. Well, right here is where I saw two of those steps lined up. For some reason in my brain, when I saw those two steps lined up, I said, that's the last step, Tom. <laughs> so what happened is I huh, huh, I assumed I was on the ground. But if you think again how an extension ladder works, it was fully extended. I was halfway down the ladder. <laughs> Not all the way down the ladder. So, I decided it was time to step off of the ladder, and I literally, I am not kidding, I literally just went like this and just stepped off the ladder. <laughs> Straight off the ladder, okay? And and I fell um, pretty quickly, um, and I fell all the way down, and slammed, I mean, just landed flat on my back, knocked the wind out of me, and of course, I immediately jumped up and looked around to make sure that no one saw me fall. Now, in my own personal journey, I missed a whole lot more than one step. Uh, (laughs) I missed a lot of steps. But what's interesting is when you think about that, right, there's a lot of embarrassment, right, when you miss that step right like i mean that's why in within my instincts the first thing to do was to look around and see did anyone see me okay but the thing about missing a step is sometimes you fall into this trap of not taking any steps because you missed the last one you took see you become hesitant to take a step because every time you go to take one the only thing that comes into your memory is the last time you tried to take a step, it didn't work out. See, the last time that you decided to step out and to be bold, it didn't go so well. And then this fear creeps in, and then all of a sudden all you're hearing is, well, what if, what if I miss another step? Or what, what if what if, I get, what if I get hurt again? Or what if, what if things don't go right and I don't experience things the way that I'm supposed to? Whatever it is, right, all of these things... Fill your mind. Now, when I missed that step, (laughs) I learned a whole lot (laughs) about taking steps on extension ladders. (laughs) I will tell you this, ever since that day, which was 15, 16 years ago, okay, ever since that day, I double check the steps when I'm going down the extension ladder, right? Thank God something stuck. It may have, he may have had to slam me to the ground for it to, sting, for it to stick, but it happened, right? And see, what the enemy wants you to do is he wants you to miss a step and focus solely on the fact that you missed a step. He doesn't want you to miss a step and realize, hey, last time, this is what happened when I took that step and apply the good things that happened. The good thing for me was I learned a lot about extension ladders that I'll never forget, <laughs> And we will get so caught up because here's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to have this experience that comes with some rich revelation. Even when the step gets missed, there can be rich revelation in that step. Even when it doesn't feel good, even when it doesn't feel like it landed right. That's the things that God wants us to experience. The last thing I want to talk to you about um, because, um, and I don't think I'm going to do it on this one because I feel like I'm going to get hurt, Um, so I'm going to use my baby steps, okay? Uh, I think my baby steps will probably work perfectly for this. So the last thing that I think about when we start talking about taking steps is a lot of people seem to do this in their walk. They take a step. This is going to work, right? Right? Okay, I don't know that I've ever stood on this. They take a step and then they stay here. They just this is it <laughs> They might even like me and my legs are getting tired, so I'm just gonna whoa <laughs> right They find themselves right here, camping out on step numero one. That was a different language, I think. (laughs) See, we, a lot of us, look a lot like this. (laughs) We're frustrated as to why God isn't doing the things that we've expected him to do, (laughs) God of the universe, right? We're angry, angry, we never could reach that vision. We started to, but then nothing happened. Well, why do you think nothing happened? <laughs> See, we get so caught up in everything else around us. And what we do is we find ourselves camping out on the first step of the journey that God has sent us on. Your faith, your experiences with Him are not meant to be. A once in a lifetime thing. Now, can I tell you what happens when you camp out on one step for a very long time? Because I'm experiencing it right now. Um, Your legs start to cramp up a bit. Um, And you know what happens? You want to know what your next natural move is? It's not to step up, it's to step down. That's natural. The longer you stay on one step, whether it's like this or whether you're standing on a ladder right like this, you can stay here for a really, 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 really long time. And you might feel good about yourself. Maybe your first step is just showing up to church and you're like, I go to church, so I'm close to God. Eh, Wrong. You can stay here for a really, really long time, but there is a point where your body will grow tired of being on this step. And the problem is because you've camped out here for so long, your natural progression isn't up, it's down. We talk so often, we, we hear the saying, right? Yeah, take one step forward and two steps back. <laughs> one step forward and two steps back. And this is literally where so many of us have gotten with our relationship with Jesus. Jesus. You know why? Because we've expected a pastor to shepherd us to such a point that we have to sit there and be spoon-fed the word of God. That is not church. It's not. I will not spoon-feed you for your life. See, God wants you to be quickened by his spirit. And listen, when you get a hold of what God really wants for you, it transforms the way that you imagine everything else. See, too many people are caught up because their experience with God has been a church experience. I'm not talking about church experience. Church experiences are typically dull and boring because they're just church. But experiences with the living God are transformational. They literally will take everything that you've known, everything that you've experienced, everything that you've wanted, and it will change everything. Because all of a sudden, you're not looking at this vision that looks completely Impossible, right? You're looking at steps that you believe that you can journey on. You're beginning to sing that there is a Holy Spirit that is designed to empower you. And it, listen, so many of you are caught up because you can't still kick the addiction or the problem or whatever it is, the guilt that has been associated on your life for so long, and it's because you need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit because you can't do it. You can't. You just can't. Everyone will tell you and say, you can do this. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't. It's it's one of the biggest lies that everyone's like, you can do this. You can, no, 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 no. I, listen, even in Paul, right, when you look at what Paul was saying in Philippians, he was saying this, right? He was saying, um, uh, let's see here, not that I have made it my own, but I try to forget (laughs) what lies Behind, straining. Uh-huh. I love this word, straining forward. Because we think that it's just kind of like this, <laughs> right? And this is the problem with the lie. Because you think it's going to be easy. See, <laughs> so you think because I believe in Jesus now, I got it all together now, that this is just going to be the journey. But can I tell you, Paul said he was. Straining forward. Every single attack of the enemy will try to keep you from the goodness of God. It will. It is not going to feel joyful. <laughs> It's going to feel torturous at times. It's going to feel like I am never getting anywhere. It's going to feel like you were fighting for it. But you know what? There is a Holy Spirit that is empowering you. And he is, push, he is helping you to strain forward. That, that's what it looks like to start taking steps in your faith with God. And I believe that He is calling every single one of us, me include. Listen, when I when I preach this word, guys, I'm like writing notes in the back of my brains, <laughs> brainses. I like to say, because I believe, I believe with everything in me that it's it's not just you; it's me. <laughs> I I wanna I wanna strain forward. I wanna push. ahead when everything else is is clawing at you, dragging you backwards. I want to fight with everything that I've got to go forward because I believe that what God is doing for us, for our own personal lives, and for our lives as a body here is that he is taking us higher. Amen. He is taking us deeper into the revelation of who he is and to what his spirit is calling us into and what he's, and listen, some of you are feeling something in your spirit and you're like, I don't know what this wacko is saying, but there is something in me that's like, there is something to this. (laughs) That's the Holy Spirit doing a work in your heart. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stand with me. We're going to get ready to close here. Three, three things, three things. Some of you, some of you heard something about a vision for what your life could look like living in holiness with God. But you've gotten so caught up because it's such a big, listen, I have heard people that have said, you know, it's been prophesied over me that I'm going I'm to speak to the nations and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And, I'm gonna, and they've gotten so overwhelmed by the vision that they won't take a step. So overwhelmed by the vision that they just won't begin to take a step. Listen, for Beth and I, the vision, duh, ah, <laughs> it's so much bigger than us, right? It's so much bigger than anything we could want. Any because it's it's God, it's God vision, right? We can't we can't do it. We can't come up with it. It's God vision. But you know what? If two and a half, three years ago, if we'd have looked at it and we would have been like, woo, nope. <laughs> That's way too big for Tommy toes, (laughs) right? We just stayed there. And I can tell you that there are things that he is doing in our lives and in our family. And I believe in your lives that we wouldn't have seen come to pass. If three years ago we hadn't said, man, that's a big vision, and I can remember her having, this, having conversations like, how, 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 right? how, how? And I'm like, we, we, we would just say, well, we're just going to take it one step at a time. That's it. And some of you need to get back into the process of taking steps. Steps towards God. Steps towards a real relationship with him. Steps towards a divine encounter with him. You need to start taking some steps. Some of you have been so wrapped up in fear because you missed the step and you're afraid to take that next step because you remember last time when I took a step, you know, maybe the pastor did this or someone said this or what, blah, 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 whatever it is. And all it is, is an attack from the enemy. Listen, are we going to do everything right in this church? No, (laughs) we're going to mess up. I'm going to say stuff up here like crazy that I shouldn't say. And my wife's going to tell me afterwards, uh, you really probably shouldn't have said that. And I'm going to say, ah, they know me. <laughs> right? But, but some of you, because you missed, you haven't taken a step in a long time. And I believe God wants to change that. And some of you took a, a step. I like, to, I like to talk about salvation as being a first step. Because there are a lot of people. Let me let me preface this. Uh, Bethany is my my clause queen. She makes sure that I always throw out a lot of a lot of clauses. Salvation is the greatest miracle that you will ever encounter. It's it. You mean to tell me that there is a God who loves me, sent His Son for me, died on the cross for me, took on my sins so that. The bridge between me and God, humanity and God, could be rebuilt through his son Jesus so that I could have access to the throne, that I don't have to go to a high priest, that literally I don't have to make all these sacrifices. All I have to do is believe in him. Yes, it is the greatest miracle that there is, period. When I, listen, I want miracles, I want signs, I want wonders, all that. But you know what? Miracle signs and wonders start with salvations. Seeing people come to know Jesus, that's it. But what happens a lot of times is people get salvation and they stop. I got my ticket to heaven. (laughs) And there's no more depth. There's no more growth. There's no more change. And I will tell you that if this is where you've only experienced Jesus, you haven't even started to experience him for everything that he is. And he wants you to. He desperately wants you to. He wants to change every experience that you've ever had. It will make things that you love horrible because they're sinful. (laughs) Right? It's like I don't, Beth and I have always said, we're not going to be a church of don'ts. We're going to be a church of do's. Because most churches are churches of don'ts or can'ts. Or not allowed. Well, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> not allowed to drink that. Not allowed to eat that. Not allowed to be here. Not allowed to be there. The problem is is that's all people have heard from the church for so long. What you're, what you're not allowed to do. Can I tell you that he wants you to have access to power? <laughs> I, I used to say this to my youth group all the time. People think Christianity is boring. But if you went to school tomorrow, and that person is in a wheelchair, you were able to pray for them, and they were able to walk. Does that sound boring? <laughs> if if you were working in the power of God, so much so that you can see you can see my shadow here, right? That when people would walk, this, I know, this is getting a little crazy for some of you. So just buckle up for just for a minute, okay? Because this this happened, it's in it's in the Word um, that people would take sick people and they would try to get them under Peter's shadow because when his shadow would go over them, they would be miraculously healed. What? That's insane, Tom. Right? That's that's the life that God wants for His church. Not a boring, dull Christianity. Something that's real and that's powerful. But you know what? If I stay here, this is what I'm going to experience. Not that this is bad to experience, right? Claus Queen here. Not that this is bad. This is beautiful and it's amazing. It's incredible. It's life giving and life changing. But there's more.